silver, or gold? Appears to be a lot of controversy right now. Let's see if we can't clear that up coming up. I'm Lynette Zhang, Chief Market Analyst here at ITM Trading, a full-service physical gold and silver dealer. But you know, you guys, I have been in these markets on some level since 1964, when I was 10 years old with my Uncle Al. And I cut my teeth on this stuff. And you know, for those that are new to this channel, forgive me for those that have heard this story a gazillion times, but I got to tell it one more time. I remember being at my uncle's house one day with my parents and he said, come here, I want to show you something. And we went in a back bedroom and in there he had two tall floor safes. And inside of those floor safes, when he opened them up, he said, if anything should happen to me, Aunt Bertie will be well taken care of for the rest of her life because of what's in these safes. Now I was 10, but still I turned around to see what it was and they were packed with pre-33 one ounce gold coins. I don't think you could have fit another coin in there. And that is so significant. And yeah, it has definitely influenced me, no doubt about it. I mean, that was just one of the things I learned from this very brilliant man. But what he did was he accumulated a tremendous amount of gold, probably at least 3,000 ounces would be my guess, maybe three monster boxes in each safe, when it was illegal to hold more than five ounces. That's pretty significant. So today we're going to go over how gold and silver perform during currency resets, because that's what I personally am really looking at. Anything other than that is kind of just a short-term trade. And what are you going to trade things into? Fiat money? I mean, that's crazy talk to be perfectly honest with you. Unless, of course, you're going to pay off a mortgage or you're going to buy something, you can only use fiat money. But this is the time to be accumulating actually both gold and silver, but for very different reasons. So let's take a look at that. And I want to start with the gold and silver ratio that everybody talks about all the time. And of course, historically, you'll see that ratio, the price of gold and the price of silver grow more narrow, maybe 15 to 1, 16 to 1, 19 to 1, right? And we know that right now it's very, very high, somewhere around 70 to 1. And it was certainly even higher than that. Oops, I didn't grab my pointer, you know, right up here when we were above 110 to one, it was close to 120 to one. So that gap is growing more narrow. That is not a surprise going into a currency reset. That is typically what does happen. But people have, you know, it, let's see how to say this. 
People have taken this little bit of trading, just like those that are watching the stock market go up or the cryptocurrencies go up in nominal terms, in terms of fiat dollars and going, oh, well, that's where I want to be. Maybe it is and maybe it isn't. You can't just take any of this at face value. You have to dig a little bit deeper. And all you guys know, I have both, but they perform very different functions for me. So let's just keep going on and we'll talk about that as we go. And, you know, I've been talking about Venezuela. Here we go one more time because this is something that's happening right away. But in 2018 was the first currency reset in Venezuela and silver certainly performed quite well, as did, as did um, gold. However, let's take a look at that. So silver went up substantially, what is, let's see, hundreds, thousands, millions. So almost 3.5 million percent. That's pretty good. Who's going to complain about that in terms of the Bolivar? But here's how gold performed. This is the first reset. They recently had the second reset. We're going to look at that next. I really could not find a good comprehensive uh, graph that would give me both of these, because remember, we went from the Bolivar to the Bolivar Forte. I mean, the Bolivar's name is going to be in there, but they'll change something else, just like that's what they do. So people don't think that anything has changed. I mean, it's crazy because everybody knows that. But certainly in terms of the currency, gold outperforms silver at a pretty significant level. Why? because gold is the primary currency metal. What do the central banks hold in reserve? They hold gold. So that at the end of the day, when they reset that currency against it, they reset it against gold. Not Bitcoin, not Apple stock, not a piece of real estate, and not against silver, but silver is a secondary monetary metal, so you gotta have it. And when you're thinking about that gold-silver ratio, I want you to think about this. The Bolivar has more value as a napkin for an empanada than it does for you to be able to purchase goods and services. This is really all about purchasing power. This is what it's all about. We want to protect the wealth that we've accumulated. I mean, I, I, you know, I have cash, but I don't really accumulate any of those other Wall Street products because, hey, I was a stockbroker. I understand this crap. And so I don't own any of that at this juncture. That has not always been true. That will not always be true likely in the future. But we can see during this first reset, they really didn't change anything, but gold outperformed silver by what, a million percent? That's pretty good. Now, interestingly enough, since that first reset in 2017, of course they didn't change behavior. You just change how you account for that behavior. Don't change the behavior itself, but people won't realize that. So the hyperinflation continued. Then what did he do? Hmm. Well, now they're going to digitalize the entire economy. 
So Venezuelans that are that are bound that only have access to the Bolivar, they are in abject poverty. Let's face it, they're in abject poverty. But also all confidence in the currency is lost. That's really ultimately what creates that hyperinflationary event is when that confidence is lost. We've talked about it a million times, but that's because it's simply true. And so again, three years later, not even three years later, they have lopped off zeros and reset the currency. And so we had the silver response did pretty well. And we had the gold response did equally as well, except in the prior, let me just go back to that. Let's go back to that for just a second. Gold outperformed silver by a million percent. And they're not done yet. The reset is not done yet because the behavior has not come to conclusion yet. I don't know why, but globally on average, we will likely see three of these before the entire economy is reduced to a full barter economy. That's why silver is important is for your day-to-day -day barterability. So you can buy that pint of strawberries. You can put a tank of gas in your car. But how easy do you think it would be to buy a building with that? You need an awful lot of them in order to buy a building. That's why I use gold for my opportunity positioning as well as wealth preservation. You need both, but they both have different functions. And you have to really ask yourself, what do you want to be holding into a currency reset? For me, it is the mostly, I want, I have both, I want both, you need both. But you need this to sustain your standard of living. You need this to grow your wealth base and to protect all of those fiat dollars that you might not be able to move out of your 401k or out of your IRA or your 403b or your pension plan. And I hope you are not counting on those instruments to see you through this because anything that you can only convert into, in this country, dollars, well, last time I checked, a trillion times zero is zero. If the dollar has no purchasing power, just like the Bolivars, they have no purchasing power. You can have a gazillion of them and it's not going to matter. So let me use another really well-known example to show you what I'm talking about with that gold and silver ratio and Weimar Germany is not the worst case of hyperinflation, but it is the most well-known. And you can see that the gold and silver ratio, even though there were times when it went up, you know, it pretty much stayed even until the real reset was occurring. And then there was a huge jump and a huge difference between the two. So if you're sitting in gold and silver, you know, I really say, yay, thank goodness. But 
I will, I would personally, you got to do what you're comfortable with. But personally, I own more gold than I do silver because silver is about sustaining my standard of living. Gold is about protecting the wealth I have and being in a position to take advantage of the opportunities that lie ahead of us. And just as another example, because we all know that food becomes the biggest issue for people during these transitions. And even if you stop and think about what happened in March of last year, a year ago, when all the grocery store shelves went bare. Well, toilet paper is also a really important thing to have on hand. And as you probably saw, you can also barter with that. But the difference between silver and say, toilet paper or berries or, or any kind of food stuff is that food stuff has a shelf life. Whereas silver does not have a shelf life. I mean, I don't know how old this is, but you know, I picked this up at a yard sale, God knows how many years ago, you know, probably for nothing to be perfectly honest with you, because who wants to polish silver? Well, I don't have a problem with that. So I was happy to buy it, but I do want you to keep in mind, even when you look, can we go back to that slide? If you look at the German mark, you know, at one point, these were all five marks, the bill, the silver coin, and the gold mark. This is the one that really, it's the gold that ends up outperforming. The silver will buy you bread, but I want to go back to that so you can look at this one more time. And keep in mind, all of these charts and the links and everything you will be able to find on the blog along with a written blog on it. But that gold-silver ratio maintains until it doesn't. Just like the market, stock markets stay up until they don't. So I really wanted to clarify that. That's why, that's part of the strategy. I mean, you know, I, I've studied currency life cycle since 1987. And what is it that we always talk about on this channel? And if you're new to it, you'll get familiar with it as well. There are repeatable patterns that happen every time. So I cannot guarantee tomorrow because that's way beyond my control. But if something has happened over 4,800 times and we're doing the same things, I'm thinking we're going to get the same results. So you need both. You need silver for barterability and to sustain your current standard of living. You need gold to protect any wealth. And, and I mean, they're, they're, and your property taxes, which is a big risk to pay off your mortgage is another big risk. So there's, it's, it's about functionality. So if you talk to your consultant, then you're going to fill out and you're going to talk about your goals what you have to work with and where you're at right now. And then you will create a strategy based on gold and silver and the, as a wealth shield. And you'll know how much silver do I need to sustain my current standard of living through this reset? And how much gold do I need to, to do that? Because of course, if you got a significant uh, chronic health issue, then you need to make sure that those expenses are covered and that you can get the medications and the different things that you need. 
but also to put you in a position to take advantage of these opportunities that present. And what I mean by that, for those that aren't familiar with it, right now, these are the only two assets that are undervalued. Everything else, stocks, bonds, real estate, all of that, severely overvalued. That will change. That will change. Right now, you've got gold and silver here. You've got those other assets here. This will flip-flop. Then your gold is what you're going to use to convert into these other assets and income-producing assets when they are undervalued. So I really wanted to clarify that. If you have any questions about it, I'm going to be doing the Q&A, you know, tomorrow. And we, we may do an extra Q&A video. Edgar's nodding his head. We'll kind of see how the day unfolds. But let's talk about this some more. It's an important discussion. Do not, I wouldn't, I would not be selling my gold to buy silver. And frankly, nor am I selling my silver to buy gold. You need both, but it is the gold against which they reset the currency. So that's why that is the, that is one big reason anyway, why that is the lion's share of my personal portfolio. And, and I think it needs to be the lion's share of yours as well. So I had a great interview this morning with Neil McCoy Ward on his channel and it will be out this weekend. Did we have a specific day? It's a two-parter Saturday. It'll be out on Saturday. And it really was a lot of fun. It was a great thing. We focused on UBI. I mean, we did go off. I went off a little bit. But we focused on UBI, Universal Basic Income, as well as CBDCs, Central Bank Digital Currencies. So I think definitely worth watching part one and part two. And then on Thursday, I don't know when that one will be released yet, but I'll be, I'm really excited about this, uh, Mark Moss on his YouTube channel. So if you just stay tuned to our socials, we will absolutely let you know when those are going live. And next week, I'm going to be on Spiritually Inspired with Claudio Morgan. And, you know, that's a different direction so I'm excited about that because I definitely feel spiritually inspired. You guys know me for, you've been watching for a long time or anybody that watched the Jake Mace uh, video <laughs> where I kind of talked more about that. Uh, so that's exciting and it'll be interesting to see what questions come up there. Do not forget, we now have a podcast. Yay! Seriously, been trying to get this done for years. So I applaud Eric and, and Ryan and mostly Edgar because I think you're the one that really pulled this all together, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Very excited about that. So you can listen to us without interruption anywhere, anytime. But for real-time information, updates, and behind-the-scenes looks at ITM trading, just visit our socials that are linked below and also on our blog. If you haven't already, please give this a thumbs up. Make sure that you subscribed. Hit that bell. We'll let you know when we're going live because you guys know that that is my preference. I like to do these live if I goof up or if Oliver gets carried away or or what have you, well, 
that's the way it is. So, so be it. But make sure that you hit that bell. We'll let you know because absolutely 100%. And, um, and by the way, there are some things that are happening in the uh, in the stock market, in the margin accounts, I'm going to be talking about that more on thir- oh, maybe tomorrow or maybe Thursday. I don't know. There's so much going on, quite honestly. It's kind of challenging to be putting out as many videos as I would really like to be with all the shifts that are happening. But it should tell you that 100%, it's time to cover your assets. And here at ITM Trading, we use the Wealth Shield, which is made up of physical gold and physical silver in your possession, no counterparty risk. And, it, and, and there is no doubt in my mind that it puts you in the best possible position, not just to weather this transition and this reset, but to take advantage of it so that on the other side, you're better off than you were when you entered it. So until tomorrow, when we will meet again, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.